Welcome to the podcast of the Pilates Alliance of Australasia. PAA strives to continue promoting the expansion of the Pilates method as a professional and valued healthcare and fitness discipline. The goal of the PAA podcast is to explore the many facets and layers of the Pilates industry through conversations with the community. I'm your host, Bruce Hildebrand. Welcome to the show. In the lead-up to the PAA conference in Melbourne in August this year, we have a series of short podcast episodes to introduce each of the workshop presenters. On today's call, we have the privilege of introducing Catherine Wilkes. Catherine began her Pilates career with Body Control Pilates in London in 1998, and over the last 25 years of teaching Pilates, Catherine has worked with a range of clients, including Elizabeth Hurley, Pat Cash, professional rugby players, Australian Olympic gold medalists, English National Ballet, the Wimbledon Football Club, and the British Olympic Rowing Team. She's the author of 21 P-I-L-A-T-E-S instructor manuals and has sold over 50,000 manuals worldwide. In 2021, Catherine qualified as an anatomy-trained structural integration practitioner and works with clients from her Pilates studio in East Gippsland in Victoria. Catherine's presentation at the conference is titled Seeing the Person in Front of You. Catherine, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Bruce. How are you going? Great to see you again. Catherine and I have a long history, not so much recently, but our early days in London were together. Catherine taught me a lot of my early Pilates, so I've got a big thank you shout out to Catherine before we get going. Very good to see you again. Catherine, could you give us a quick overview of the presentation you have in store for us at the upcoming PAA conference? Yes, I'm very excited about presenting at this conference and the Seeing the person in front of you, I deliberated with the title a little bit because the Pilates instructor in me wanted to call it seeing the body in front of you, but the structural integration practitioner in me took over to call the workshop seeing the person in front of you because we all need to remember that the client is a whole being, not just a body. The overall presentation is about looking at the body from a fascial perspective. So we'll be skimming over the surface of what fascia is. I don't want to get into too much depth as it's a very complex area and I'm not a fascia expert. So I just wanted to keep it simple and introduce the basics of what fascia is and how it contributes to posture and movement patterns within the body. We'll also be looking at the concept of tensegrity structures and looking at common postural patterns by Florence Kendall and the concept of body reading with a partner. So we'll be working in pairs so that students can start to see where the different areas of restrictions are in the body or areas that might need support in each other as partners. We'll be also covering the plumb lines and seeing how the body can be centred in relation to a plumb line through the body, but it might have a really interesting way of getting there. And I'll be using examples with my structural integration work in that section. We're also going to be looking at the first four anatomy trains myofascial lines, which were created by Thomas Myers, and relating them to Pilates exercises. So you'll be able to start to recognise these lines in the body and start to see potential areas of restriction and areas of the body that need more support and strengthening. After going through each of the myofascial lines, we'll be discussing Pilates exercises that relate to these lines. And while some exercises are suitable for some clients, but not necessarily suitable for others, Although I'm a structural integration practitioner, I just wanted to point out that I'm not an anatomy trains teacher, so there won't be any manual therapy techniques on this course. It's purely in relation to Pilates. I just want people to have fun with this work. It's not about standing there and picking faults in each other's posture. It's about learning how to assess postural patterns and really to make a client's movement more efficient and more effective. Fascinating. 
Having taught Pilates for so many years now, Catherine, I'm sure the relatively recent structural integration overlay that you've explored into, in my experience, perhaps has revealed a bunch of things that you've seen for many years, but not necessarily had, let's say, the insights or the mechanics of what structural integration allows you to see newly. Absolutely. We're all learning every day and structural integration is now a huge part of my life. It is right up there with the passions of Pilates that I've had for so long, but it just adds so much more value to the work that I can offer my clients. So it's been a great learning experience over the last four years. And can you share with us the background experience or the specific moment in time or the specific learning that you had yourself that was the catalyst for creating the content for this conference presentation? It's kind of a funny story because I met Tom Myers in a Pilates conference in Santa Clara in the USA back in 2006. And he was selling his Anatomy Trains book at this conference. And I went up to him and I was chatting and he seemed so passionate about his work. And I just read the word anatomy and thought, oh, fantastic, another anatomy book. I'll buy it. When I actually opened it up and started reading, it was like, oh my God, this is way too complex for my small brain. So I just shut the book and shelved it for about seven years. And then one day I was looking at a client doing a side stretch on the wonder chair and she was quite bent forward, flexed at the ribs. And no matter how often I corrected her, she kept on returning to this flexed pattern. And I thought to myself at the time, if I knew I could get my hands into those tissues and open them up and maybe it might help her alignment. That's when the penny dropped and thought, I really need to be doing some kind of manual therapy to complement the Pilates that I'm already teaching. So I reopened the Anatomy Trains book and had a look and thought, wow, this is actually really interesting. So I contacted them and after four years, finally ended up in New Zealand between lockdowns in 2021, finishing the course. What I love about this work is that the Pilates and the structural integration mix so beautifully. So during a Pilates session with a client, I might be noticing certain restrictions in their movement patterns and that exercise is not quite working for them. So we do a structural integration session and then we see the difference in the next class and see whether it's improved. And that's really how my business goes on a day-to-day basis. I really love it. It's a passion. And I just want to share this with people to see how it can be an incredibly effective tool for clients to help them with their studios. So that client coming back to the example on the Wonder Chair, what sort of changes did you see immediately with her in particular? Huge changes. Being able to then switch to the manual therapy side, getting your hands into the tissues and learning where the restrictions are to open them up to give her more freedom of movement. It does it instantly and the results are right there, which is why I love this work. So it's looking at the body and thinking, okay, maybe the problem's there, but it might not be there. It might be somewhere else. And it's really searching to find that restriction to help them create better movement patterns. Can you share with us what the client's experience of it was, what their breakthroughs were and where they realised for themselves something new? I think sometimes too with people's interoception and proprioception that clients aren't necessarily aware that they're doing something that's restricted in their body. Part of it is bringing that proprioceptive awareness to how they feel when certain restrictions are opened up. I think that's really what the part of the structural integration is, is you never know what the restriction is. Is it physical? It could be emotional. It's really treating the person as a whole to then find out and help support them. And it really is about offering support and supporting areas through the body. It's not so much about taking things away. It's about finding areas that you can give more support to. Interesting. Has structural integration given you a tool that you haven't had before in being able to access this with your clients? 
Have you tried different avenues that have tried to access this same unlocking for clients but not been able to get there? I think it's really about the individual client and I still refer to physiotherapists and osteopaths and other practitioners and I think as an instructor it's really important to know what your boundaries and limitations of knowledge is so that you can refer that client to the right person because it really is about the client, it's not about yourself. So sometimes I will suggest, I think you need to go to the physio and find out what that shoulder problem is before we can deal with perhaps opening tissues and looking at a fascial perspective. So it really is important to have other people around you that you can refer to, but also having a go at this could work, but if it doesn't work, then what are our options afterwards? Sounds so great. I'm sure plenty of delegates at the conference will be loving what you've got to share and your overlay of experience with structural integration and Pilates. And for those considering coming on to your presentation at the conference, Catherine, what will be the top couple of takeaway ideas and concepts from the session? As we've talked about, the main focus of the overall presentation is to be able to see the body from a fascial perspective rather than always a musculoskeletal framework. With that said, the introduction of the first four myofascial lines created by Tom, which are the superficial front line, the superficial back line, the lateral line and spiral line, it's really to help teachers to start to get a concept of body reading clients' postural patterns and start to see areas in the body that are potentially tired and restricted and what kind of exercises can we give this person that might not be suited to somebody else. We'll be working a lot in pairs and running through the lines in detail so that you'll be able to see the connection of the line in the body and looking at it from a global approach because sometimes with clients where the pain is in the body might not necessarily be where the problem is. A shoulder problem is not always a shoulder problem and it's important to recognise that it could be tension somewhere along that line that's contributing to the shoulder pain. The exercises that we'll be looking at will be Pilates exercises in relation to those lines and how you can potentially, say, stretch a certain area of that line to give more freedom to reduce restrictions so clients can perform the exercises more effectively. And if we can offer a client a little trinket of information that gives them access to their movements differently or they can have a breakthrough with something that seems to constantly pop up as a blockage in their movement flow, then I think they'll be loving you for that. Absolutely. And with the experience that I gained with the structural integration course through Anatomy Trains, it really is a big eye-opener in the education process. So rather than just a series of Pilates exercises, it's really the education process for the clients of understanding why they're doing this exercise and where it's coming from and how they can improvement and bringing that awareness to people in an educational sense, not just a physical sense. It doesn't surprise me that you've gone down this track after our early days in London together. I always knew that there was a layer of your self-introspection that was going to reveal more and more value to your clients over the years. I think some things just click at different times of life. And I think with teaching Pilates for a very long time, I did have moments there where I was just thinking, you know, is it just exercises? How can I improve this more? What's the value? And I think it comes back to keep asking the question, why? You know, there's so much depth to the body, which is where this structural integration has taught me about emotional, physical, spiritual, all sorts of how can we improve little bits, baby steps for clients in connection with the exercises that we're already teaching them with Pilates. It's really important to realise that clients just want to be seen and listened to and valued. And we need to keep connecting with those values by teaching the variations of the exercises, but being able to see the restrictions in the body to be able to connect with someone so we can make lasting changes in their posture and movements. 
And Catherine, after coming along to the presentation, what will participants be able to immediately apply with their clients when they return to work on the Monday morning after the conference? I'd really like teachers to go back to their studios and start paying more attention to clients walking into their studios, perhaps not having a preconceived plan in their head about Pilates exercises and the routine they'll give them, but being prepared to change that and depending on what clients need in their bodies on that day. I think with the concept of body reading and being able to see the client in front of them, if you're teaching 30 people on reformers, it might not be applicable, but if you're teaching, I only have three people in my studio per hour and that's more than enough for me to really assess people and view, okay, that person's got a tightness in their neck today. We need to contribute to challenge and stretch that and sort that out. So it's just being more aware. And we have to respect, I think, the connection that you have with those clients that we have to understand that is the most valuable asset to any Pilates studio is having that connection. As I said before, clients just want to be seen and listened to and valued. So let's not disconnect those values by teaching just variations of exercises, but being able to see the restrictions in the body so that they can have longer lasting change. It's funny because I love clients that ask me, why can't I do a roll-up? Is it restriction? Is it a weakness? Where is it coming from? Is it the spine or the neck? I want to help teachers find the why and be excited about learning more about the body. So I love it when clients work through the door. It's like a game that we have together now. So I'll be looking at them and I'll say, you drove to Melbourne and back on the weekend, didn't you? You went for a 20K bike ride on the weekend, didn't you? And did you stretch afterwards? And they look at me and they say, can you tell? And it's like, well, yeah, I can. I want people to have that ability to look at people and go, I know what I need to do with you today instead of just teaching the exercises. I think also people need to know that there's no perfect posture. Sure, there are guidelines of effectiveness with gravity, but we need to focus more on a functional postural pattern rather than a perfect one. And I think sometimes in Pilates, and I certainly have over the years, that you get caught up in the perfection of doing the detail correctly when really if the tissues are tight, particularly in certain areas along the myofascial lines, they might not be able to do that effectively until you address that and have a look at that and perhaps send them off to physios or osteos or something else that can address that or structural integration practitioners. I'm really looking forward to seeing people and meeting everyone and hopefully providing an insight to my everyday life with Pilates and as a structural integration practitioner. Well, we can't wait for your presentation coming up at the conference in Melbourne in August, Catherine. It's been a pleasure chatting with you today and thanks so much for your time. We look forward to seeing you at the live presentations in August. Thanks so much, Bruce. Looking forward to seeing you there too. There is a membership category for every Pilates enthusiast, where the Alliance provides a wide range of information, resources, and support for everything you want to know more of with Pilates. Help us expand the message of the PAA by sharing with your network of friends and colleagues today so that the Pilates community can continue to be a vibrant and inspiring network for everyone's benefit. You can become a member today by visiting the links in the show notes. For existing members, join us on the PAA Member Forum Facebook page where you'll find an ongoing supply of resources and conversations to continue supporting you and your participation and involvement in the many levels of Pilates here in Australia. Pilates Alliance Australasia only exists because of the contributions of the Pilates community. If there's a topic or a conversation you would love to share on the podcast, then we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Pilates Alliance podcast. Please leave your comments on the Pilates Alliance Members Forum Facebook page. Remember, for anyone who is yet to become a member, we'd love to have you 
put your voice forward for the benefit of progressing Pilates here in Australia.